0: Log Talk Radio.
1: We are, in case you have not met with us before, a Christian, international, non-denominational ministry, Church of the Living God, established in the love of God. We want to thank you for joining us today for church. Uh, I want to tell you that the order of service is going to be slightly changed, but we'll be fine. Pastor is presently driving, and so I'm going to talk to you right from where I am. Amen. God is planning to bless us, and he's not going to bless us in a small way. He's been talking to us periodically about our attitude and our belief system where financial matters are concerned. He wants us to have pure and clean hearts so that he can do in our lives that that he has purposed to do. So, it would behoove all of us to lay ourselves before the Lord and to allow him to excavate parts of our lives that we might find to be uncomfortable, yes. There are parts of our lives that we'd rather not touch. He's called us to emptying ourselves of those issues. So before this great blessing that God has for each of us, the way he chooses to manifest it, we'll need to cooperate with him. We'll need to humble ourselves. We'll need to obey him. to walk in his way. We will need to obey church authority. We will need to obey pastor. Amen? So as we're learning to do these things and to improve on what we have already learned, God is preparing the blessings that he has for us. You know, not too long ago, we were talking about Abraham when he was still Abram. And God was teaching him, testing him, developing him, and trying him. That's right. God will try our hearts to show us what's really inside of us. Because all of this time we assumed we were perfectly normal people with a few flaws. Well, not necessarily so. Some more, some less, some with plenty. Nonetheless, God requires Strict obedience. You see, we've talked about how Jesus Christ obeyed the Father. It was his purpose, his plan, and his full intent to obey the Father. And we must be the same way. You see, Jesus came to earth, and he gave up his own agenda. And most of us are still working on that. We're working on it. And God acknowledges that. He's happy to see that we are taking his word seriously and taking it to heart. So, saints, we're going to have a little adjusted service today because we have some unusual circumstances to deal with. Nonetheless, I want you to seriously consider one of the questions that was in our last message God is looking at how we handle our finances. You know, some of us have these things called portfolios, and in them we have a multiplicity of companies that we are connected with. I know that that's not our first line of thought, because usually this situation is started in a retirement plan through our employers. But we should go before the Lord and ask him if these kinds of things, the way they are presently set up, meet his approval. We are discovering many companies that are going directly in violation of the word of God. And are we connected to any of them? Are we connected to companies that are doing things that are so uh, flagrant against the word of God that we need to go to God and reconsider our association with them. So this morning, we're going to talk about a few things, and one of them is integrity. God wants integrity in his people. He wants us to be honest. He wants us to be forthright not disingenuous. He wants us to be truthful because Jesus Christ is the truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So we must humble
2: ourselves
1: and allow God to expose areas of dishonesty in our lives, areas that do not bring forth fruitfulness and productivity. There are areas that Sometimes we learn these practices growing up, that it's okay to fudge, and it's okay not to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth by the spirit of truth. It's okay to do partial obedience but not the whole thing. Well, see, that's not God. That's not what Jesus did. That's not his example to us. His example to us is full obedience full, unswerving commitment and dedication to the will of God. Regardless of what we think, we want, we feel, and we desire, we're supposed to be humble. We're supposed to be and are in the process of turning from our own wicked ways. Because the Bible says that when a man's ways please the Lord, He's able even to make our enemies to be at peace with us. So we've endeavored since we took up the banner of 2 Chronicles 7.14. We have endeavored to turn from our own individual
2: wicked ways.
1: Some of us are doing excellent. Some of us are doing very good. Some of us need some help. Amen. So wherever you are in the process, I want you to I want to encourage you to continue, continue obeying God. Look at each new day as an opportunity to obey Him, a new opportunity for obedience, a new opportunity to develop more trust and faith in Him a new opportunity to get up off of your own wicked way. You know, you're just comfortable with them. You don't think of them as wicked. You think of them as how you do things. Well, some of them don't please God. It's just that plain and simple. And so we're going to endeavor to go deeper into our hearts. Let the Lord go deeper into our hearts. And pull out those things and judge those things that are impurity and not clean in his eyes. Amen? This is what we're going to do. Because God is determined to bless his people. He's determined to bless the obedient. As we studied with Abram, when Abram became fully obedient, God seriously blessed him. He gave him promises that extended beyond just what he thought God could do. He opened up all the skies to show him how serious he was about blessing him. Abram wanted descendants, and God showed him by showing him the sky, lit up with stars, twinkling from heaven, what God could do to answer his prayers. You see, some of us want certain things from God, but our idea of the blessing is too small for God. You know, a long time ago we talked about trying to put God in a box, and we just expected him to operate out of our thoughts, our plans, and our ideas, but that's not God. God has a mind of his own. He has a will of his own. And we are to bring ourselves subject to his will, his plan, and his purpose. Amen? So, I want to encourage you to continue in this. Yes, it is challenging and very difficult at times, but it is well worth the sacrifice. We have learned that the best way to live is to turn yourself over to Jesus completely. Possession, all plans, all ambitions, everything. You know, at the beginning you say these things, oh, yes, I've turned it all over to the Lord. But as time goes on, we discover, necessarily, the truth, that there are things, that are holding, we plead the blood of Jesus over this circumstance on the side of the road, Lord, and I thank you for your provision. We discover that there are things that hold on to us that we didn't think were really a big issue. That's the truth. And as we continue and as we are able to receive the truth from the Lord, he will point out the things that are not pleasing to him. You know, at certain levels of our development in Christ, we can handle certain truths. At another level, we can handle a little more truth. And as we continue to mature in the Lord, he can just be very blunt and direct and tell us, no, this isn't going to work. So, some of us can't handle something. God has to give it to us a teaspoonful at a time. Others of us have grown a little more. We've been rebuked quite a few times, and we can handle it a lot better now. We don't fall apart the minute God says, okay, you did this wrong. Okay, this isn't pleasing to me. Okay, this isn't what I want. Okay? Okay. So now when God gives us an instruction and a directive, we're supposed to follow it. You know, when you don't do what God wants you to do, he's not obligated to do a thing. When he tells you to be still and wait, he means be still and wait. He doesn't mean jump up and do what you think you ought to do. Amen? So we're all in the process of learning to be more and more obedient. Learning not to depend on our own opinions and our own eyes. Learning to do exactly what God tells us to do. Because that is how our lives are blessed. You see, if you really love God, Jesus said it, you'll obey his commandments. What he tells you to do, that's what you're going to do. And trust me, that's what he uses to measure how much you love him. No matter how much you say, oh, Lord, I love you, he's looking at your obedience. That's what he's looking at. That's what he uses to determine how much you really do love him. So when you're tempted to do something that's disobedient, that's contrary to what you ought to do, think about that. Give it good thought. Brother Bill, I'm coming in hot. When when you do that, you'll know what not to do. Amen? You'll know what not to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. You'll know what not to do. Amen, you'll know. Shut door. You'll know what not to do. When, if. Amen. Thank you. So can you hear me on the inside? Can you hear me on the inside? Good. Now, those of you who are still wiping the sleep out of your eyes, I want you. Now. The sleep out of your eyes. I want you to finish your coffee so you'll be ready, because we're about ready to take holy communion. Amen? In a second, Pastor will have it all set up. Amen? Amen. So, hold on a second. Pastor Nate, a second. Amen. You know, Dr. Pat and I went through a lot of these kinds of things. And, uh, all right. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we had some challenges, but we met every one of them. So. This
2: is
1: the first. Well, you're being trained. Amen. Thank you very much,
2: sir. Amen.
1: All right. So as I was saying, if you haven't finished your coffee or you haven't finished your cornflakes or whatever, we're going to have Holy Communion in just a moment. And I'm going to turn the music back on for a moment so I can have a moment to finish doing what I need to do. And then we're going to proceed. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. There we go. Talk about other things like food They hear everything I say so, No we're not having a fast for the Fourth of July we were going To have one but I talked the Lord Out of it okay You're supposed to cheer now and say thank you Jesus. <laughs> gonna get it. We're supposed to Cheer oh uh, okay That means no. That's right. There is no fast for the 4th of July. I see you laughing, y'all. I can tell. I know you got plans to stuff your face, but gluttony is a sin. Amen. And we're not doing gluttony. Amen. So, Father, I'm going to begin the repentance for those who had planned gluttony. I forgive. And remit the sin of their pre-planning gluttony in Jesus' name. Now, you've been forgiven for that one. So now, Father, we come before you, bringing the real us, you know, not the church us, the real us before you. The us that nobody can hide from. The us that we are when we have a bad temper, a bad moment, mad, upset, irritated, annoyed, You know the rest. Sad, hurt, grieved. You know the rest. So, Lord, okay, ask Brother Bill to do it. Okay, I will. You know, when we're just sort of out of sorts, when we sat there and gave the enemy an opportunity to defeat us, we need to repent of all of these things because they're just not Jesus. And we're supposed to be growing in his image and likeness. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. So right now, everybody's going to bow their own head before you and confess their own faults and their, and their own sins and their own iniquities and take responsibility. We're not going to just blame everything on the devil because we have a part in it. Amen? So we're going to be honest today. We're going to be truthful so we can be independent of sin. Amen. 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 Amen Mm -hmm. Thank you Lord Amen Thank you for your mercy Lord We need it Thank you for your grace Thank you for the blood of Jesus Thank you for the armor of God Thank you for you Thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory and dominion. We're still human, but we belong to you. It's an honor and a privilege to belong to Almighty God. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this do in remembrance of me, partake of the bread. That means the bread goes in the mouth. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, Ye do show and proclaim the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. me church. i got to talk to Brother Bill. Oh, that's how so much here? Oh, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Okay, it's time to pray. Amen. Okay. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Christian character includes personal integrity. Father, we desire to walk in integrity. And to follow its guidance in our lives always by choosing to do what is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Amen. So as we endeavor to walk in integrity, we will allow the word of God to dwell in us richly and in all wisdom. Whatever we do in the word or in deed, we will do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to you, Father, by him. Yes, Father. This is a key to personal integrity in our lives. Lord, keep our souls and deliver us. Let us not be ashamed, for we put on trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve us, for we wait on you. Show us your ways, O Lord, and teach us your path. Lead us in your truth and teach us, for you are the God of our salvation. As we wait on you. Your word is truth, Father, and it guides us. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We purpose to walk in the light of your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for upholding us in true integrity. Amen. So today we're going to talk about guard against deceit. Guard against deceit. Amen. Get your Bibles out. Get your notepads with your writing implement. I want to see you taking some notes. Whenever I get up to teach. You ought to be taking notes. You ought to have a notebook of all the sermons you have listened to, the title, the date, and the scriptures that were given in each sermon. And after each sermon, you're supposed to take those scriptures and you're supposed to study them, apply them to your life, and place them in your heart. Amen? Amen. All right? Amen. Guard against deceit. Guard against deceit. To deceive means to make a person believe what is not true or the truth. A deliberate misleading. It is a form of betrayal. It is a form of betrayal. It is a deliberate form of betrayal, and you should never look at it any other way. It implies an intentional misrepresentation of fact by words, actions, in order to further Some foul end It uses Misleading By causing one to follow The wrong course Or to err in conduct Or action In his Parable of the sower Jesus warned About the cares of life And the deceitfulness of riches which chokes the word, making it unfruitful and unproductive in our lives. And he's serious about this. Say, yes, pastor, he is. In Mark chapter 4, verse 19, Mark chapter 4. Check. Did you check this out? Is it doing good? I want to hear every syllable. Mark chapter, thank you, Mark chapter 4, verse 19, it reads, And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things, the lust of other things entering in, that means they can be stopped from entering in. The lust of other things entering in choke the word, like that. Chokes the word, and it becometh unfruitful. The lust of other things. You know, everybody doesn't want the same thing. Everybody's got their own idea of what they ought to have or what they want or whatever that may be. And the lust of other things entering in chokes the word, and it becometh unfruitful. That means that the word shows up, but it gets choked out by the weeds in your life so that the fruit that God desires to see from it doesn't happen. It's because you haven't emptied yourself of those things which are displeasing to the Lord. You know, the scriptures speak about clearing up our foul ground, breaking up that hard, unpenetrable ground in our hearts, in our lives, in our minds, in our attitudes. Some of it we inherited from our forefathers. But we're supposed to empty ourselves of it all. We're supposed to empty ourselves and bring ourselves to the Lord as a sacrifice. That's our reasonable service. So this allowing the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, whatever your idea of riches is, and the lust of other things getting in the way, choke the word and it becomes unfruitful and you go into compromise and lukewarmness. This is a very real danger which we must guard against, especially in the materialistic and covetous society in which we live. This culture worldwide measures success by the amount of wealth and the riches of this world that a person possesses. Simply because you do not have a lot of money or material possessions does not exempt you from this deception. Let me say it again. Simply because you do not have a lot of money or material possessions does not exempt you from this deception. Even poor people are deceived in this manner. You got the wrong value system, okay. We're going to take a little rabbit trail. Amen. What do you mean you got the wrong value system? Well <sighs> mm. okay, let's see if I can find the scripture
2: I'm looking. For. Mm Okay. Oh,
1: that's not how you want you to do this. Do it the way I want you to do it. Ah, and unto, yes, this is the one. I'm in Revelation chapter 3, and I'm beginning at verse 13. This wasn't a part of my notes. This is now a part of my notes. Revelation chapter 3 beginning with verse 13. Revelation chapter 3 beginning with verse 13. He that hath an ear. That's why I had to test your hearing this morning, Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy work, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. Then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. He'll spit you right out. This is serious. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with good, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You see, you're deceived because you're doing so well. I counsel thee, Jesus said. To buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with ourselves, that thou mayest see. As many as I love I rebuke and chasten. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Amen. You see, when you have the wrong value system, you make the wrong choices. You evaluate things wrongly. You see them the way you think you're supposed to see them. And not the way God sees Remember we discovered in Amos 3.3 That 2 can't walk together Lest they be agreed Well if your ideas Concerning prosperity Don't line up with God's, I guess you won't be walking with him Now will you? Amen I guess you just won't be Walking with him That's dangerous That's very dangerous. The riches of this world are deceitful. As the scriptures tell, let their table be made a snare and a trap and a stumbling block and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. Wealth promises stability, happiness, fulfillment, and contentment. However, the person who seeks after the riches of the world and trusts in the riches he has acquired to sustain him or to answer his needs is already deceived. Wealth promises stability happiness, fulfillment, and contentment. However, the person who seeks after the riches of the world and all the glitter that supposedly goes with it and the status and the fame and so on and so forth and trusts in the riches he has acquired to sustain him or to answer his needs is already deceived. So you got an inheritance from your family. And you're depending on that to carry you through. It says here you're already deceived because you're not depending on the Lord. You're depending on an inheritance. Okay. As we have seen in the lives of the so-called rich and famous, all the riches of this world cannot buy happiness. Neither can it buy a healthy, strong body, nor can it provide stability. It will not help you in the day of judgment. It won't help you at all. All of what you've attained will just be like filthy rags before the Lord. It won't work. I warn you against that. Romans chapter 13, verse 14, Romans chapter 13, verse 14, Romans chapter 13, verse 14. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. If we fail to guard against the deceitfulness of riches, we will be deceived into trusting and depending upon riches instead of having and growing in faith and trusting God. Tithing helps to, de- to deter such sin in our lives. Tithing. 10% of your income off the gross, not the net. Off the top. God does not come behind your government or your insurance policy. He's first or not at all. Tithing helps to deter. Such sin in our lives. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Amen. Romans. Ah, that Roman road. Verse 9. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin you have to determine that you're now dead to sin. And you've got to be telling the truth when you make that determination. But alive unto God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, let let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Well, I'm going to take an extreme example at this moment. If your present profession is drug running, you're in violation of that scripture. If you hustle drugs, you're in violation of this. You can't say you're a Christian and hustle drugs. You can't be a part of the sex trade and say you're a Christian. Something's got to go. Now, I took that extreme example, but there are many what you would consider to be lesser examples. But sometimes along the way, seeking to please God, you might need to change your place of vocation or your vocation altogether. Amen? If you work at a strip club, You have to go seek God as to how he's going to work you out of that. Amen. If you own the strip club, you got to get on your face, push back your plate, and get that sin out your life. And I'm not joking. It's real. You can't walk around claiming that God lives in you and continue over a period of time Living as though you still belong to Satan. It's just not going to work. Amen? Four in verse 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey? His servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. You see, when Paul began to minister to the Gentile church, many of them worked in the king's palace and in other places where debauchery and sin of every sort was ransomed. They had to hold close to Jesus and seek him as to what they ought to do. Whether he was going to leave them there for a season as an example of righteousness or snatch them right out. You have to ask God. Nobody can tell you how to work that out. He has to do that. It's him. It's on his timing. Amen? You see, you might move and somebody might try to kill you. If he moves, they won't be able to touch you. We got that now? Amen. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity unto iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? Amen. I say again, if we fail to guard against the deceitfulness of riches, we will be deceived and depending upon riches instead of having faith and trusting God. Amen. The deceitfulness of riches leads to temptation and other harmful lusts. 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Amen. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 6 beginning with verse 9. Amen. Right after Thessalonians. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. Not just temptation, you're going to be snared too. And into many. Notice it did not say few. It said many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. They are drowned. These lusts, motivated by water devils, drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. People who take this path of corruption end up trapped and eventually plunge themselves into ruin and destruction. The love of money is a root which spreads into all kinds of evil. Some who have been eager to obtain money and wandering away from the faith and stabbed themselves with many painful experiences. You see, when the money first comes, they're on this, oh, I praise the Lord, I praise the Lord, I praise the Lord. And the next thing you know, they're running off doing stuff they had no business ever doing. You see, the sin was already in their heart. They never emptied themselves of it. So when the money came or whatever possession came, they ran off and acted like whatever was in them. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. So if uncleanness and pride and covetousness and idolatry and rebellion is in your heart, when the money hits, that's what you're going to do. It will put on display for the entire world what was actually in your heart. You won't be able to hide your sin. It will be on a mega screen. If adultery was in your heart, it's going to hit. If thievery was in your heart, it's going to hit. It's a funny thing about some blessings. They have a way of showing up the sin that's in you. And there's no excuse you can give for it. The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? Well, when the blessing hits, you can't miss it. If idolatry was what you really wanted, you're going to have plenty of it. So don't tell me, oh, Pastor, I got this windfall. And I'm going to say, mm-hmm, God bless you. And then we'll see how much you really love Jesus. Why? Because the Bible declares that if you love him, Jesus said this, you will obey his commandment, and they won't be grievous to you. This is a test that has broken many a person. They got a blessing, but it was their undoing. Amen. Amen. And it is so Money, riches, the wealth of the world Are not evil in themselves It is the love of riches and worldly possessions That lures and deceives people Away from their faith and trust in God One of Satan's strategies is to lure Christians to become overly involved with the cares of this world, the daily struggles of providing for their families, and the deceitfulness of riches until they lose sight of the goals which God gave us in holiness and in reaching a lost world with the gospel. This is why it is very important for you to have a clear understanding of what Christ taught concerning prosperity, money, giving, and receiving, and how he expects us to give. Somewhere it says it's more blessed to give than to receive. So much teaching in recent years concerning finances and prosperity has been mixed, yes, an unholy mixture with man-made concepts and worldly attitudes that we need to return to thus saith the word of God. In Romans chapter 16, verse 18, Romans chapter 16, verse 18. Romans chapter 16, verse 18. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the heart of the simple. That's what the Bible says. We need a clear and truthful understanding of what Jesus taught concerning finances. When Jesus left the vast immeasurable riches he had with his father and came to earth and lived a life of poverty, according to the world standards, Jesus introduced an entirely new pattern of thought and belief concerning money and the wealth of the world. Now, you remember that Satan, in the temptation that we are given a picture of, that wasn't the only one, by the way, but that's the one the Holy Spirit chose to give us a picture of. He took him up on this pinnacle and said, Oh, I can give you the kingdoms of the world and all of this and all of that. Well, don't think he's not going to try that number on you. Because he is If he hasn't done it already He will In some form or fashion He'll try that number on you Amen He will try it on you Yes Jesus introduced An entirely new pattern of thought And belief concerning money And the wealth of the world the truths which he taught concerning giving unlocked the power of giving. Jesus said he came to minister, not to be ministered to. That which makes one rich, wealth, an abundant supply of money, land, or goods, also. Wealth of a mental or spiritual order Such as righteousness, godliness, love, wisdom, knowledge and such The Bible does not teach that the possession Of an abundance of material goods is evil in itself But that the greed and wicked desires Which frequently accompany the accumulation of riches Are sources of social misery and spiritual danger some people, their families turn and attack them when they get two nickels. Their friends no longer want to associate with them. Huh. There are all kinds of ramifications to God giving you a blessing or you coming upon a blessing. You have to be anchored in Jesus Christ, to sustain the winds that are going to come. Because if you think the enemy is just going to let you get a blessing and he's not going to act like the enemy, you're wrong. He's going to act like the enemy acts, and he's going to use people to do it. You just got a a blessing from the Lord. You got a ruling from the court. Well, you better, you better talk to Jesus because the devil's going to come try to steal something from you. Watch, watch and pray. That's what the Bible says to do. Watch and pray. Riches may, if allowed, lead to pride. Well, that'll get you in trouble, won't it? An elevated opinion of oneself and contempt. For those who
2: live
1: who are less successful or less endowed materially, now, some people are already in this sense, even with the little you have, you have a disdain for people that are dirt poor and living on the street and you think you're too good for them, you can watch your attitude, watch your heart attitude whenever you drive down the street and you see them all, all cluttered together, sleeping on the sidewalk. What comes out of your heart? What comes out of your mouth? Jesus acknowledged this and urged a change in attitudes with regard to possession. You know, there was one man up there trying to pray. There were two men there. And one man said, I'm glad I'm not, thank you, Lord, I'm not like that man. Well, wait one minute. How do you know anything about that man? You can't get your own act together. There are some of us have got these attitudes or I wouldn't have to preach this. Amen. You got that part? That's right. He reminded his disciples that a man's life consists not in the abundance of his possessions. Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verse 15. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verse 15. That's right. Luke, chapter 12, verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed, that means pay attention, and beware of covetousness. Now, to tell you the truth, there are some This is one of your family curses coming down the family line. Your family members have been covetous for as long as you can remember. But you have a hard time recognizing it as covetousness until Jesus points it out to you. Till the Holy Spirit says, repent of covetousness. And then you go, covetousness? And you, you, you know your head does this tilt thing with God. Yeah, covetousness. And you're like, I don't remember covetousness and anything. And then he has to explain a few things to you so you can actually fully repent. Beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. You know how you are. I don't want to talk about about Ram trucks I'll leave that alone today To place your trust In riches rather than In God Is practical atheism It's pretty bad 1 Corinthians Chapter 10 verse 13 1 Corinthians Chapter 10 verse 13 There has no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. the sin isn't that the temptation showed up the sin is that you yield to it yield not to temptation for yielding is sin but God is faithful Who will not suffer you? He will not allow you to be tempted above that ye are able. But will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. He wants you to win. He wants you to overcome, not succumb. Amen. One of the conditions of being a disciple was that they must be willing to give up everything to follow Jesus. Absolutely, positively everything. Abram had to do it. He told him to get up and get out of town. He didn't even know which direction to go in. He just had to get his stuff together and start moving. And they didn't have U-Haul back then Maybe that's a business you'll start Luke chapter 14 Verse 33 Luke chapter 14 Verse 33 Luke chapter 14 Verse 33 So likewise Whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all, I want you to highlight the all, A-L-L, right there in the middle of the scripture. Whosoever, you are whosoever, he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple, period. (laughs) And that's the rule Amen He told Jesus told the rich young ruler To sell all that he had And give his money to the poor Really? Yes Let's go to Luke chapter 18 Verse 22 Luke chapter 18 Verse 22 Luke chapter 18 Verse 22 You know, I know somebody that God did this one to. And his wife divorced him. He did it anyway. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 22. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Well, we know what happened, don't we? He didn't do it. So he told his disciples, In Luke chapter 18, verse 25, you're already there. Luke chapter 18, verse 25. For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. We've talked about this before, how there was a place where they brought in the merchandise from the camel, and it was called the needle's eye. And in order for the camel to get through, they had the arduous task of unloading everything off of the camel. And I mean that was a lot. No one person could do it. Then the animal, the camel, had to get down on his knees and crawl through. So you see here, there's an emptying. There's a giving away. There's a letting off of all these things of life and a serious humility that goes with this. Amen. Now, I want to say this. Everybody is not tempted to the same degree in this situation. Some people more, some people less. No matter the degree, overcoming is the thing we must do. Amen. So, In Mark, chapter 8, verse 35, Jesus says, Mark, the gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verse 35, he says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel, the same shall save it. If you're trying to hold your world intact, I've got news for you. Jesus has to hold it, else it doesn't stay together. He said these things to us, and we're supposed to take it to heart. It's not just words to go past our heads. No, it's supposed to hit us right in the heart. Yes, in the church, the body of Christ worldwide, there is such a compromise with the world standards that Jesus' teaching goes against the grain of many so-called Christians. Their minds are so full of man's ideas instead of following God. Their minds are so full of man-made ideas and man-made formulas regarding prosperity that they do not know or want to hear what Jesus taught. They've gone back into the world, really. When you get to that point that you don't want to hear what Jesus taught, you've already headed back into the world. They are bound by spiritual ignorance, pride, and rebellion. They do not know the truth, so they accept everything they hear. The key to walking in financial freedom and victory is not based upon a so-called formula or a man-made theory or doctrine. It is in developing your relationship with God, living and walking in covenant relationship with him, where you faithfully walk in obedience to the pattern he established in his word concerning giving and receiving and obeying. Whatever that looks like in your life. So much of the teaching we hear regarding God's promises of blessing and prosperity focuses only upon the promises God made to Israel under the Old Covenant or or Testament. We have already discussed in previous messages how these promises apply to us now, yes, even today. They are a part of our spiritual inheritance and we have the right, through Jesus Christ, to claim them. However, each of us must have Christ's perspective regarding our finances. We must follow the guidelines which he set before we can be a faithful steward of the finances God gave to us and live in the fullness of what he provided for us. We got to do right. We got to be right. We got to believe right, speak right, and trust him. Some of us aren't so good with the trusting. One of the major strategies which Satan will use to bind your finances is to convince you that your finances and how you handle money, not just your money, other people's money. Not just your money. If you work in a banking or investments or in accounting, God's going to hold you accountable for how you do your job. That's the truth. If you work at a hamburger joint and your friend comes in and you're giving away free food, that's those people's merchandise they have for, for, to make money. God sees it all. All right, we're not going to talk about stealing. I'll say this about stealing. Thou shalt not steal. God did not write that with an ink pen. He used his own body to write it. You got that? I hope so. He wrote it with his own finger. All right. So, we've talked about this. But now, you have to go before the Lord and lay out your entire financial life before him. You That includes whether or not you pay the bills on time. That is included. He says not to withhold it, if it's in your hands, to give it. Don't make those people wait on what is theirs just because you don't feel like doing it. I had to do one this morning that I went to sleep on yesterday and let slip. Had to get on it first thing this morning. That's the way it is. You got to live the word. You can't be continually, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. At some point, you've got a breakthrough. It can't be a way of life forever. You can't go tell a lie to your cousin to get money to do something you know you don't have any business doing anyway, and then when they want their money back, Well, you know, that just won't work. Also, you can't be giving money when God doesn't want you giving it. You know, some of you, your relatives can come take the shirt off your back and the rent money too. Now, the rent money doesn't belong to you to begin with. It belongs to whoever your landlord is. That's their money. You don't have the right to give it away to someone else. We don't ask you to do that. There are other places who do, but I'll let God deal with them. Now, whether or not you give up the shirt, that's on you and Jesus. But you see, God doesn't allow you to be um, ransacked. That's a good word. By thieves in your family When you actually obey him You see as long as they're your idol And that relationship is your idol You'll be giving them whatever they want And try to pretend you don't know That they're using it for some ungodly purpose But see God will will call you out on that He'll call you on the carpet on that God calls Pastor Pat on the carpet one day because she thought she ought to bless these people. They weren't in her family, but she thought she ought to bless them. But God got on her case. He said, why are you blessing people that I'm not blessing? And she corrected. You see, you're giving. You see, the Bible says the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Well, if God's not leading you to do it and it's just you and your emotions, what's going on here? Your emotions are being manipulated and you've got an idol. Amen. Amen. See, there's all kinds of facets to your financial life. There's inherited stuff from your forefathers that affects your financial life. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. I'll let you go sit with your heavenly father while you open up that part of your life to him completely for his complete inspection and judgment and let him help you to see things his way. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, I take authority, dominion, and power over the deception that is in the saints concerning their financial activity. I ask you, Lord, to judge every heart and every activity in Jesus' holy name. I thank you for it. Holy Spirit, it's yours. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Satan is a liar. The truth is that God is vitally concerned about your finances, your financial problems, your financial future, and whether or not you are a faithful steward of what he has given you. He's vitally interested. He's watching everything. 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. Uh-huh. He's a battle In the time of a battle. He's a battle In the time of a battle. He's a battle In the time of a battle. A
0: shelter in the time of a storm. <sighs>
1: Holy Spirit, I'm so glad you took that on today. That's not my part. I don't have to do that part. Yay. First Timothy, chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. If you're a person, this is an area of weakness for you, I encourage you to print out this scripture and post it all over your house because you need that reminder To help you stay focused on the Lord Don't be ashamed Don't be ashamed You need help And the word is here to help you His word is a lamp unto your feet And a light to your pathway Put it on the front door Every time you go out You see it In the bathroom Up on the mirror In the kitchen Cross the refrigerator, on the back door, so you won't miss it there either. You need to put the word up in your face. It'll help you. It'll help your mind when the devil starts talking in your ear. Amen? Amen. You see, God wants us to overcome. He wants us to overcome. He wants us to get the victory, but we've got to want it, too, and we've got to be willing to go after it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord God Almighty. For those of you who missed my uh, FYI from last week, Brother Bill reposted it in the chat room. Amen. Amen. He posted it there for you to see it and to know and to judge yourself according. Amen, praise Amen. God. as I said before if uh if thank you sir, if you're not able at this time, don't feel guilty. there'll be other opportunities. Sometimes you have to wait till you have. Amen. God doesn't ask you to give what you don't have. Amen. So don't feel bad. That's not the way that works. That means he didn't choose you to do it this time. He's, he's calling on somebody else. It's their turn. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We want nothing to do with them. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, Rulers of darkness and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic digital technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, All passive devils and their attacks. All right. Amen. All pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse-microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, Debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons And binding all vibrations which are demons Binding all electromagnetic attacks, technology and particle attacks Technopaganism and mind control by the occult We take authority, dominion and power over such in Jesus' holy name We bind all unclean spirits, all sex devils, all passive devils and their attacks We bind all sorcery devils in their attacks, all artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits. We bind all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. Deep breath and calm. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. 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 Cough those demons out right now in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough. All hypnotic and trance devils And their attacks All the attacks in the mind You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ All the witchcraft in the mind Come on out Witchcraft in the mind Rebellion in the mind Stubbornness in the mind Idolatry in the mind Dementia You're bound in Jesus' name Dementia You are bound in Jesus' name Alzheimer's, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Excess forgetfulness, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Confusing thoughts, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Confusing thoughts, distracted mind, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Evil and wicked inheritances, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Evil and wicked inheritances. You are bound in the name of Raka Lucuta, Ruga delabrisha, out of your son that abraca, Lucuta, Rica de Brusa, Laria, Lucade, Regis de Terabre, Rula, Laria, Santa, Rica de Su, Rukohura Kiasa, Rica delabrisha, out of your soul, Regisa de la Brecade, Su,
2: Rikia,
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Evil and wicked inheritances. You must forsake them right now in the name of Jesus. You have to open your mouth and say it to the
2: Lord.
1: Heavenly Father. I forsake, denounce, and
2: renounce
1: all of my wicked, evil, and unrighteous
2: inheritances
1: that I have received in my life, especially those that I received at conception. I advise you now. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. Uproot, uh, uproot, uh, uproot uh, in the name of Jesus. Uproot, uproot, uh, uproot in the name of Jesus. Uproot, uproot, uproot in the name of Jesus. Ah, to the root in the name of Jesus. Uprooted, uh, uprooted uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uprooted in Jesus' name uprooted. Come on out. Come on out. Come out of everybody. Come out of everybody in the name of Jesus. Come out of everybody in the name of Jesus. Come out of everybody. Every wicked, evil, unrighteous
2: unholy inheritance.
1: Cursed at the root. Come out in Jesus' name. Cursed at the root in the name of Jesus all ungodly dedication, all wicked, witchcraft, occultic dedication in the womb and even before. We call you out now. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We put you into the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus. We call you out. You cannot remain. We take the territory from you. We take the ground from you in the name of Jesus. Come out. Every occultic inheritance, every single one, not one left behind, every occultic inheritance and dedication, we curse you in the name of Jesus. We command you to be bound and to come out in the name of Jesus. Come up and out now. Come up and out now, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Come out in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to release the angels to assist in Jesus' name. Oh, wicked gifting. Oh, wicked gifting. You know Satan tries to give gifts to a wicked, unrighteous, unclean, unholy gifting. You are bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out. Come up and out. Come up and out now in Jesus' name. Come up and out now in the name of Jesus. Oh, like a fortune telling, cursed in the name of Jesus. Divination, cursed in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. False gifts bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. All false gifts come up and out in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, burn it out. Burn it out in Jesus' name. All false gifting in the name of Jesus Christ. False gifting. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Being able to hear Satan better than you can hear the Holy Spirit. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come out of the people of God. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Yielding the dream life to demons. Yielding the dream life to demons. Bound in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out Up and out And everything they fed you in the dream Come out found All the poison All the defilement All the corruption Come out now in the name of Jesus Come out now in the name of Jesus All the corruption Come out now Generational corruption Come out now in Jesus name Generational corruption, come out in the name of Jesus. Generational corruption, rottenness to the core, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Generational corruption, corruption through association, corruption through association, come out. Corruption through association With corrupt and evil persons Ha, come out Come out in Jesus' name Corruption through association Come out in the name of Jesus Christ Evil that traffics you Due to association Come out in Jesus' name Corruption and wickedness That follows you, that tracks you Due to evil association, you're bound. Come out in the name of Jesus. We curse the fruit to death in the name of Jesus. We curse the
2: fruit
1: to death in the name of Jesus. We curse the place. When, where these inheritances of evil affect your finance. Where it intersects with your finance. We cut you free. With the sword of the spirit, we cut you free. We cut you free. We cauterize the end, and there'll be no reconnection in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come out. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out. If your ancestors were evil slave owners and evil slave holders, the curses that are in your life due to their sin, You have to repent of Even if you don't know they did it Right now Open your mouth and talk to Jesus (laughs) If they mistreated people In slavery they sinned You've got to repent of that. Even if you don't know who did it. So that means everybody repent so you can be clean. If they used to cheat people out of their wages because the people were of another race or another religion or whatever, you need to repent. Because it's affecting your money. Heavenly Father, we so repent in Jesus' name.
2: Woo.
1: Oh, wickedness in finances coming down the family line. Oh, Pintress coming down the family line. Found in Jesus' name. You gotta repeat of that.
2: <laughs>
1: Erbuhurekita Swindlers coming down the family line. Who erkeahada? Sheep coming down the family line. Thieves coming down the family line. Rukader Rikita de Misers coming down the family line. Ruka debris that da ruka dea hoarders coming down the family line. Stingy coming down the family line. Covetousness coming down the family line. You got to repent, saints. You got to repent. Jesus is here to deliver but you got
2: to
1: repent. Fraudulent Persons coming down the family line, they're fraud. They're fraud. la If a murder was committed over money coming down the family line, just repent, whether you know it or not. No te- no telling what they've done. la If they sold a person for money in exchange for anything, had a baby and sold it to somebody, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All of it. Come out. Come out of the family line. Come out. If they sold. Sexual favors coming down the family line. Come on out. Come on out in Jesus' name. If they were in prostitution coming down the family line. If they were whore, whore If uncleanness was involved in their financial affairs, just repent. You need to be blessed. If they stole from the company, pilfering, you need to be free. Forgive them. Repent. Come on, let's go. God's ready to move. Hey, he's ready to move. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind all unclean spirits, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep-deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, You need to be on your telephone. You need to be on your telephone. You need to be on your cell phone. If you're not here in person, you need to be on your cell phone. It's that time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You need to go ahead and call in. Brother Bill, put the number in there for him. 319-527-6235, press 1. 319-527-6235, press 1. All unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep-deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence and smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils in their attacks, seducing, womanizing drone spirits, boredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic, trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art. If your ancestors did uh, Ouija boards, water witching, calm reading for money, using occult practices to make money, repent. If they used to um, have a dream book, and they told other people's dreams, and they told other people's dreams for money, repent. It affects your life. We bind our microwave frequency weapons, 5G, everything coming off the satellite, off the cell towers and through our devices. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American. All cabals, all global cabals, all occult <laughs> covens of any type, witches, warlocks, wizards, in Jesus name, come on out. Come on out. All of their witchcraft, come out of you. We cut you free from you. in the name of Jesus. We cut you free. We cut you free from every cabal. We cut you free from every coven. Ah! We cut you free from every COVID We cut you free from every COVID With the sword of the spirit We cut you free from every COVID In Jesus' name And all of their sacrifices All of their ritualism All of their occultic, witchcraft And demonic works We cut you free in Jesus' name we bind all Magellan's attacks and we return every attack To the cinders We bind Caribbean and Latin American Black and white magic Islander magic We bind you in Jesus name We bind the culture of corruption worldwide Oh, If your ancestors Had anything to do With the cities under the sea And the, and the um, Devil's triangle We cut you free in Jesus' name, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut you free. With all demonic entry points into the, under, into the underneath, the underworld, the netherworld, we cut you free. In Jesus' name, we cut you free. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut you free. In Jesus' name, that ancestral curse that has followed you, because you haven't known to repent.
2: Repent! In Jesus' name.
1: <laughs> In Jesus' name. We bind all Magellan's attacks and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. If your family still is a part of the culture of corruption,
2: we disconnect
1: you, name, with the sword of the spirit. We cut you free. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, in the name of Jesus. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil, and satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. All rituals done on the phases of the moon. All the rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity supplanting. We bind, <smell> <"P reinventing. cores> bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons, which are... We bind the demons of the people of the land and the gods of the groves and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. In Jesus' name. Okay. That was a good idea. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, Hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and generations of rebellious, prideful sinners. Generations of rebellious, prideful sinners. We bind the spirits of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, renouncement, vow, root, work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. If your ancestors committed adultery, had outside families and stole from the family that the that the original marriage contract was with, you need to repent. You need to repent. We forgive them, Lord. Now repent, saints, so Jesus can set your finances free. Oh Pray in your prayer language for, for a minute, saints, That's you gotta do something.
2: Praying your prayer language. Pastor, got to do I thought <laughs> you said, all I want the whole yeah, in Jesus' name, in
1: this includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root worker, sin against us. Astral projections sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against us and against the website. Or returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, rica <clears throat> vexes, uh-huh, rique de da In both curses, in both curses coming down the family line. In both curses coming down the family line. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood. It's the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. If your ancestors have invoked curses on people, the punishment and penalty comes down the family
2: line.
1: If your your relatives have done blood sacrifices, financial, fecal, food, any kind of sacrifices against others, repent, forgive them and repent. Forgive them and repent. If your aunt used to read tea
2: leaves,
1: forgive her and repent. If your ancestors did root work, you know what that is if I said that. Forgive them and repent. We return all oh, Nigerian witchcraft, tribal witchcraft, Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, and are displeasing to Jesus
2: Christ.
1: If your ancestors participated. In cannibalism, forgive them and repent. Forgive them and repent. Forgive them and repent in Jesus' name. Forgive them and repent in Jesus' name. If you don't know, repent anyway. We bind superficial religious acts. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age movement, great reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the... If your family members did horoscope. You forgive them and repent in Jesus' name. If they, meddle, if they were dabbling in ancient arts, in mystic rituals, you forgive them and repent in Jesus' name. If they were in false religion, numerology, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, All those those doctrines and false faith, in Jesus' name. Ahab and Jezebelic practices and demons. If your relatives trafficked in demons, forgive them and repent in Jesus' name. Lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirit. Spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem. Oppression, depression, anarchy. Premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis. Out-of-body experiences. You have relatives that I used to ask that astral project. Forgive them and repent. Out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist. Astral travel, psychic healing. You participated in psychic healing, or they did? Forgive them and repent. Demonic meditation, spirit guide, defilement by wizards. I'm going to say this. If you are a person who has, when at your birth, both male and female organs, Witchcraft was involved. Somebody did something in witchcraft, and it affected your life. But you will need to forgive your ancestors, even if you don't know exactly who they are, and ask Jesus himself to heal you. Now, right now, as soon as you do this, this prayer will take effect. As soon as you do this, this prayer that I'm about to pray will take effect. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, this person became a victim of the sins of their ancestors. We ask you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ became sin for us. And he became a curse for us. That if this person has received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and has done according to my directions and instructions, I ask you to have mercy on them and to heal them, heal their sexuality, heal their gender expression physically. In Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, you can provide any surgical exchange that needs to be. You don't really need a natural surgeon. You can correct and bring into order that that you originally created and intended. Father, we declare your will to be done in this matter, in earth, as it is in heaven. We place this person into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we thank you for taking it from there in Jesus' name. Lord, we release your mercy. Thank
2: you.
1: You are not a freak. You are not transgender. You are not any of these lies that people are purporting. You are whole. Spirit, soul, and body in Jesus' name. Yeah, all, right. all right. Where did I leave off, Lord? <laughs> Woo, Lord. We bind the king of pride. We cut off his seven heads in Jesus' name. We break his death row. We descale him. We put out his fire. We break his jaw in Jesus' name and all his ages. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soul sacrifices in Jesus' name. If you went to a witch and paid the witch and asked the witch to tell you about your finances or some other part of your life in the past, you need to repent right now. In Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirit, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all, all false deities in Jesus' name. Not, no, 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 no,
2: no.
1: All those water spirits come out of her in the name of Jesus. All those water devils, fire of God, consume them, Lord, in Jesus' name. By the way, for those of you who don't know, you must uncross your body parts doing deliverance, all of them, and keep them that way. No, you may not have any fluids at all. None. I don't care how thirsty you get. Water devils are leaving you. Let them go. Riki did a Borussia, that I break a day, your Sulada, Roka de Brisha, that you Sulada, your Sunday, a break a day, Roka de Brisha, that yosula are Sulada, your Sunday, a break a Kisa, Roka de Brisha, that we bind the, uh, Osiris, Isis, on and all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and seventy two. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, come on out. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. And we send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals, Marking. The devil's mark, internally and externally, bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus to a The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. All of you that have got these tattoos, it's repentance time. All these tattoos, you've got, it's repentance time. Er- Every tattoo and the demons that accompany the
2: tattoo.
1: Every tattoo and the demons that accompany the tattoo. And we send them all to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Amen Breaking the powers of every Masonic ritual Rite, ceremony, vow, and pledge And secrecy in Jesus' name We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft The worship, the grip, and masonry And all the associated organizations in Jesus' name We bind the rituals of secret societies in the name of Jesus and their implications. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the insanity and pride and work of error and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as. Now, if you came here and God told you to do something or not to do something, and you did not obey him explicitly, you need to repent right this moment. Yes, I'm talking to you all. You need to repent this moment. If you were told you were given instructions, you did not follow to the letter. You need to repent this moment in Jesus' name. -hmm. Amen. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own head. What'd you say? Oh, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber, Father. We bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command every demon that has followed us to where we are at this moment was sent to us or transferred to us to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' name. Leave us now in the name of Jesus. Leave us now in the name of Jesus. Leave us now, now up and out, up and out, in the name of Jesus. You know that you're closely associated with somebody in witchcraft. They traffic you. They monitor you. They trace you. We bind those demons that followed you in Jesus' name. By the way, they follow you everywhere. There will be reinforcements. You will need to bind them every day. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Those that are being surveilled by evil forces, we cut you free from their surveillance in Jesus' name. We cut you free from their surveillance, from their constant surveillance in Jesus' name. We raise the shield of faith, we raise the shield of faith, we raise the shield of faith, and we block their transmissions in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and you're hidden on that road road that's in Job. We cover our vehicles and our means of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over any influences on the road that are hazardous to us and against the law. We thank you, Father, for Psalm 91 and other psalms and other scriptures and your angels, your angels that you have assigned to us. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons of the night, demons that walk through our houses. We take authority, dominion, and power over them in the name of Jesus. Bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get on our property in our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask you, Lord, that if we have left an open door for such to take place, that you reveal to us, that door, that we might seek you on how to close it, Amen. in Jesus' name. Yes. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for le- le- um, linking shield. Thank you, Lord. Oh, la, la, la. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, curses, all inordinate bleeding. We stop you, in yes. Jesus' name. All inordinate bleeding yes. due to witchcraft and occultic attacks, yes. we, we unpuncture your puncture in Jesus' name. Yes. We seal it. Yes. You are healed of the woman that had the blood flow for 12 years yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. The inordinate flow in Jesus' name. Yes. Receive your healing. All attacks in the anus By demons We turn the attack back on them In Jesus name All the attacks in the anal And rectum area By demons We return the attacks on their hands In the name of Jesus We ask you Father in the name of Jesus To heal the nervous system In the anus and rectal area In the name of Jesus Christ We ask you to heal the nerves and the muscle fibers in that area of our body in Jesus' name. Everybody be seated in here in Jesus' name. We have order in church. (laughs) By his stripes you have been healed By his stripes you have been healed By his stripes you have been healed Inordinate menstrual flow And inordinate menstrual period We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ And we ask you, Father, to heal the source of origin In Jesus' name Cancer in the female organs, you are bound in Jesus' name. Cancer and disease and ailment and sickness and malady in the female organs, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out. All STDs, you are bound in Jesus' name. STDs, male or female, you are bound in Jesus' name. Sexually transmitted diseases, you are bound. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people right now. However you got there, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. You got burned out with the fire of God. By his stripes you have been here. All sexually transmitted diseases. All hope. To all sexually transmitted diseases. Bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All the demons that steal the semen, all the demons that steal the semen, all the demons that steal the semen, they're bound in Jesus' name. They're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. They're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits and persons who use semen and female ejaculation to do sacrifices, Bound in Jesus' name. Bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. If you that's in your family line, bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Bound in the name of Jesus. Forgive them and repent. Come on, get free. Get free. Get free in Jesus' name. Get free in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. All of their perversion, all of their swapping, and interchanging, and polyamorous relationships, all their whoredom. Come on out, in Jesus' name. Yeah, their orgies in particular. All their orgies, in Jesus' name. All their pornography, all their sexual fantasies, Come on out. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) All their manipulations to get sexual favor. (laughs) We cut and destroy ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, facts, leads and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, and shamans. We destroy their protection, no matter where they came from or how they got them. We pull down walls around sorcerers, divinators, and liars. We break the powers of all the charms, love spells, vexes, curses, charms, fetishes, spells, witchcraft, bewitchments, death, potions, jinxes, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, torment, pain, sickness, and destruction, psychic powers, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense, and candle burnings, chanting, incantations, ungodly blessings, crystals, hoodoo, root work, tribal rituals, and sins. Hey, say up, sin, communicating with the dead sin, your ancestors did that, forgive them, repent, move on in Jesus' name. Okay. Oh, pentagrams, we break your lines in Jesus' name. Woo! All pentagrams, we destroy your lines in the name of Jesus. We destroy your connection. In the name of Jesus. Some of you are going to have to go through your wardrobes with the Holy Spirit and let him tell you what to destroy. Some of you, your undergarments are disgusting to God. Amen. Amen. Amen We return to sender Spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry Ungodly inheritances Blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear and hatred We thank you Lord for setting your people free today We thank you for the blood of Jesus we thank you for your power and work in our lives. Rakkite der brishela de ottur, kite der brassa. de der dubr kite der brache de la. Rumba baba, kite der brichedesa, ruko kor kisa. Ya kite der dubr de ria sender briche dei Rumba baba, ruko kor kite der briche de rivi ottula. Rakakur kite der de rivi ottula. de brosana de rivi de la de rivi la a de la la de io sunderabri la la de la de da anda breche de la bre chi breche Yet he ringed in Jesus' name. Ooh. Thank you. Lord. Rise to the benediction.
2: Rise
1: to the benediction. Ooh. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And I release upon the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries the blood of the everlasting covenant in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor loves you. Those that need to recast and get more deliverance, please do so. The Lord be with you, and we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Amen. Don't stop. enjoy. <laughs>